The Dark Side of Eve, Chapter 21, Powerful Woman Previously on The Dark Side of Eve Anna of Tarent cannot stand her guilt any more. She brought her husband to jail. Now she will talk to Eve. But can she prevent the judgment of the beings? Episode 64 I don't do these deals, Eve answered. I understand, Anna whispered and got up from her chair again. Suddenly Eve felt Matakila and was angry with herself. Why do I think about these women? They would never have looked at me if I wouldn't have been an arbitress. Why do I even think about helping her? Now Matakila spoke to Eve through her skills. You are here because you are like you are. A human, smart but also with a heart. Go your way, go against Farah and her deals. I will always support and protect you, and so will Mazerius. I spoke already to him. Regardes is very angry, but don't worry, you are powerful, I know you are. I wish you a good night, Eve heard Anna say from far away. She looked up and saw her standing next to the door. Now her concentration was back, and she answered, No, don't, don't go, I'm so sorry. I was talking to my being, and I didn't hear you. Let us find a way to solve the problem. Slowly Anna walked back to her chair and sat down. Eve refilled the glass with wine. Then she said, Yes, and it was incredible stupid to make these deals with her. You knew her character before. You should have been warned, or perhaps careful? Yes, you're right. Did you never try to cut the knot? You're a strong woman. I read your file about all the men in your house. You judged, hard and ruthless. You were a real mistress. Why couldn't you act like this when Farah was near? I don't know. She is so manipulative. And she's never guilty. She would never give in. Yes, she's extremely powerful. I tried to leave this several times, but it wasn't possible. There was always something I adored or loved, and she blackmailed me. Even if I was a strict mistress, I never wanted them to suffer for me. But your judgment? You had behaved like a hard mistress. You judged. Yes, I know, but I did it after the laws. Well, perhaps too strict. I never did something against the law. These people, these men, did. But the deeper I went in all this, the more I thought I should be stricter and stricter and stricter. I wanted them to fear me. I was sure otherwise my power would be done. Well, this was a bad decision. Anna just nodded. Sometimes I was attacked by people, women and men. Sometimes even the men who lived with me were attacked. It was a horror, and I felt already years before that I wasn't the right person for this position. But... I didn't know how to leave all this behind. You thought about quitting the job, the deals with Farah? Sure, but you can't leave Farah. If she wants you to stay, you have no chance. I will show you a way, even when I think you don't deserve this. But the being of the star sphere talked to me a few moments ago. They know everything. They know it. Fear was in Anna's voice, and she looked frightened. So everything was useless? Yes. The beings told me right now that you are allowed to see Jayhan tomorrow morning. Then you have to go to the hall and the stars we will judge you. Yes, I am guilty. Don't worry too much. It is not your fault. Tell them you made a mistake and they will forgive you. I don't think so.
was already in her bed as Matakila visited her again. Now you know why Farah gave birth to Thomas and John. Now you can understand why Eric survived. Yes, that's the reason. The morning came and the guards brought Anna to the prison of Jehan. She stood at the cell door and looked at her husband. He was lying on a pallet and his clothes were bloody and dirty. Slowly she walked in. He was shivering. As she was next to the bed, he said, Anna? Yes. You cannot be here. Anna, go. It's dangerous. They will arrest you. Anna kneeled on the floor and put her hand on his arm. She spoke softly. They know everything. It's over. No. You are wounded. Show me. I'm, f I'm fine. I worked all night. That's, that's all. I'm guilty, Cheyenne. I am the one who brought you here, and I am here to say sorry, even if there is nothing I can do for you. It is unforgivable. She kissed him on the cheek and said, I love you, Cheyenne. I always did. Will I see you again? I love you. She left him, and on her way through the corridors she met Gordon. She looked in his eyes, something she always was afraid of, but now fear made no sense any more. You know who I am, you remember? Yes, I do. Take care of Jayan. I will. Anna walked on, guided by two guards. Meanwhile, Gordon walked slowly to the cell of Jayan. There are persons and situations you will never forget in your life, he said to himself, and considered the cell. He sighed while he opened the door. Back in the palace, the guards forced Anna to kneel in a large hall in the temple. It was extremely cold. Look at me, Anna of Durand. You come from a high family, but you are guilty. Your behavior and the behavior of the Empress are unacceptable. We discussed our verdict, and now you and Farah have to bear the consequences. No! The people need her! Anna shouted. You are interrupting us? The being of the circle said, and its voice was angry. It sent a cold wave. Anna shivered. I will teach you to have respect. The being shouted again, and the next cold wave got her. Pain, cold, and cramps filled her body. She fell down to the floor. Think about Jayan, the voice said again, and Anna tried her best. She thought about her husband, how he laughed and how he smiled, how warm his skin was and how tender his character. She loved him so much. What would happen to him if she had died? Would he live on? Would he want to live on? Would he commit suicide? To be with her again? Because his life had lost its meaning? Because he was lonely and broken and couldn't stand that any more? She caused all this. She made him suffer, brought him to this situation. Her heart started to beat fast. Was it the cold, the pain, fear, the sorrow of not seeing him again? While she was thinking about him, his face appeared in front of her. He smiled, and she forgot all her pain. She felt him, his kiss and his touch. It felt like she dreamt, and then her body stopped feeling forever. At the same time, Farah, who was in her private rooms in Eve's palace, was visited from Mazirius, and they talked about what happened. After he had left her again, she was sure her situation was incalculable, really crestfallen. She was so young as it all started. 
She wanted the power. She wanted to rule. Sure, there would have been more honorable ways, but the times were darker in those years. The beings forced her to be ruthless, and she was. It was wrong. Farah knew, but it happened, and so many centuries later she has no chance to change the past. Farah was still on Venus, but now she thought about going home to Zelan. Whatever would happen, it was just for her awareness, not for anybody else. Too many arbitresses were on this planet. Too many brains were able to read her mind. Meanwhile, the other beings of the Starsphere were discussing what would happen. Would she be the Empress tomorrow? Would she be alive tomorrow? She had always thought that nothing could frighten her, but now everything was different. Regardis joined her and said, It is not acceptable what Mazirius is talking about. You are the Empress. He has to honor you. Farah got up from the sofa and said reportedly, He is the highest being ever, and he is right. My behavior was bad and wrong. She looked at him with anger. I was young, and I had bad advices, and I am not sure if my adviser is a better one now. Stop talking like this. Go away. This is nothing for you. You are not part of the Starsphere. She left the room, and Regardis was wordless. Never before she spoke to him like this. She defied him. He couldn't believe. He thought about revenge.